Hey guys, we're back. It's Rage Talk. We're here at my house and we're gonna talk about all the things. We're gonna drink some caffeine and I'm gonna tell you about the time that I got into the ocean, that I skied down a mountainside and how this year is my year to stop being a weenie. I mean, okay, it's been a minute and I'm back. I'm not gonna say I'm better than ever, I'm just here. And also here is the dapper Jeffrey Hollis, can you see him? I didn't invite him, he just showed up and he's got his bow tie on so he's ready. Look at him, like he's waiting for his cue. He's like, what, what are we doing? Possibly for the first time ever, I'm actually prepared. Jack, if you can even believe that. Uh, I got all sorts of things to talk about. And not only am I prepared, but I have video footage, which I know you're gonna love. I know, who am I even? What's happening? Oh wait, are we assuming that people know what Rage Talk is? I don't need to like explain it. Whoa! <laughs> There's a bee! I literally like, what do you do with your hands? I was like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. You know. I literally walked out with my chony taking out in the world. Um, I guess let's start with the fact that we're in my house, in Mikasa. Mikasa es su casa, uh, COVID times, and we're just, you know, this week we're here at home and we got a sign made by Ford Hollis. Next week, who even knows? But we're here, we're back, we're glad to be with you. Not for nothing, but my left eye has been twitching for three days, and I'm sure it's not noticeable, but on the off chance that I'm sitting here like, which is what it feels like to me. I'm okay. I don't know why it's doing it and I don't know how to make it stop. All right, where should we even begin? So much has happened since we last hung out. What was it, last summer? Is that when we like wrapped season 52 or whatever season that was? I know we were still taping in the summertime because remember it would be so hot and I felt like I was gonna die. And then that one time you, not your fault, but Rosie made me wear that like winter ensemble snow beast outfit, even though it was from Beyonce. And I was like about to have a panic attack and a heat stroke. I don't know if I can do this whole thing wearing this thing. I'm about to be in a bra. Okay, where should we begin? What did I wanna talk to you guys about? Let's talk about the fact that I went skiing. Okay, I went skiing for the second time in my life. The first first time was like 16 years ago. Wait, let me back up. I'm going to, I'm, I've gone too far because I didn't tell you guys the most important part. Pull it back in. Actually start a whole new story now. On New Year's Day. <laughs> On New Year's Day, I was in Cornwall. That is a place in England on the um, on the coast, okay? So New Year's Day on the coast of England, it was like four degrees, so cold. I'm there with my boyfriend, he's from England originally, and we take a walk along the bluffs. It's like gorgeous there and we're walking and we're talking and New Year's and setting intention and who are we and who do we wanna be and blah, blah, blah. And we're sitting, we sit down on a bench and we're overlooking the water and I was like, you know what I wanna do for 2022? I don't have a word. I don't have a goal. I just wanna stop being such a weenie. That's what I want. And he started laughing. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I am such a weenie. 
I don't like, I was going to say I don't like cold water, but I really don't like any kind of natural water out in the earth. I don't get my hair wet. I'm afraid of things like skating, surfing, skiing, anything that's like a blade that's traveling quickly over one of, you know, the mediums here on earth. Like I just, it's, I'm a weenie. You want me to go talk to 20,000 people in an arena for three hours? I got you. You want me to go get in cold water? I'm gonna have a full-blown panic attack trying to get in. I'm not lying. In fact, I have footage of this, Jack. That time that Sammy and Beans took me to Barton Creek, which is like 65 degrees, yes, that's cold. It was 110 that day. We were in Austin, Texas in the middle of summertime. I'm trying to get into cold water when it is 110 degrees and I am freaking out like I'm about to be murdered. Why is it jumping? <laughs> It's better when you get in. I don't want to be a weenie anymore. And I say to my guides, my angels, the universe, I'm like, give me an opportunity to be brave. Fast forward, 35 minutes later, we go back to the house that we rented. It was like all of his friends. We walk in the door and a group of his friends are like, we're going in the ocean. Now, please recall that, look at this dog. Are you a good boy? Yes. Are you tired? Yeah. It's hard to wear a bow tie. Anyway. So his friends are like, we're going in the ocean. It's a New Year's Day thing. We're going in the ocean. Freezing ocean in England on January 1st. And it's freezing outside. I'm wearing like a full parka and they want to go in the ocean. But I had just asked the universe to give me an opportunity to be brave. And I'm like, I'm going. And Boo Thing is like, wait, what? Cause he knows I won't even go in the ocean in Hawaii. I'm such a weenie and I'm like, I'm going. And his friends have wetsuits, right? Rach doesn't even have a bikini. I'm gonna go ahead and wear the old Target sports bra and some chonies and wander on down to the ocean side and see what happens. So they're gathering the troops. They get together, they all start walking down. Everyone's talking, oh, this is so fun, yay. I. I'm not talking to anybody. I felt like I was about to give birth. Like that was the kind of focus that I had. And I was like, not only are you gonna get in this water, you're gonna walk directly into it and you're not gonna squeal and you're not gonna be a little baby. You're gonna get in the water. First of all, you're seeing me not tan and not at my fighting weight, but that's fine. Okay, first of all, we've got a friend in a, in a wetsuit, her husband, he's Scottish, whatever, he's wearing like boardies. Then, Boothing pans back to me, he's still thinking, she's pretending, but whatever. Now please note, you're also seeing our friend, he's in the like lemon yell. You would think that he would be afraid of this. Again, these guys are crazy, just walking straight in, no problem. So G, that's the friend, I was like, I'm gonna be like G. G is not afraid. He's walking directly into the water. He becomes my inspiration. I start following him like Moses, like Moses is leading me through the wilderness. Y'all, this, I wish I, let's look it up, Jack. Look up what the temperature of the ocean is in Cornwall on January 1st. It is freezing. He's walking in, walking, and then he begins to run. Now remember, he is my Moses. So I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like, go, go. Go, okay, G's running out of nowhere. 
Who appears on the screen? Now remember, my boyfriend thinks I'm about to have a freak out. He doesn't think I'm coming up from behind. He doesn't even know I'm there until I'm in the water. Still wearing chonies and a sports bra. I apologize to anybody who had children on the beach that day. I'm just, I am running directly into this water. I grabbed the tatas because they were really cold even though I wasn't actually submerged yet. You have to get into your neck. I feel like that's official. I feel like I'm not getting my hair wet. I don't want to be a weenie. I still want to have good hair. Yeah, good job. <laughs> this is a lot of screaming. We're very cold. Boo is one of those people, not sure if you were familiar with these people, who takes a cold shower every single day. So he believes in like cold, do you know what it's called, Jack? Like cold therapy or whatever, where it's like really good for your everything in your body to like be in freezing cold water every single day. So every day of his life, like a serial killer, he doesn't take a hot shower, he takes a cold shower. So you are about to see footage of this man walk into this ocean like Poseidon, like he was born, zero problem. He's gonna walk into it like he's walking into the Mediterranean. He literally walked in, dips down and what here's what makes me hate him and all of the men in this ocean they're swimming in it they're paddling around like zero problem with this temperature but all that matters is that back over on the beach there everyone's still in the water i'm back on the beach wrapped in a towel so proud of myself for not being a weenie. That was January 1st. I got my first opportunity to not be a weenie. This weekend, second opportunity to not be a weenie. I tried skiing for the second time. Boo and I took the two oldest boys. It was my oldest son's 15th birthday. We took them to Utah. So I did half a day of ski lessons. <laughs> They were like, you guys aren't ready to like do anything. But at that point I was like, there's only one way to learn, Jeffrey, and that's by doing. So I was like, I'm ready to fall down this mountainside because I'm not a weenie anymore and the only way I'm gonna learn is to go. And guess what? I did fall down the mountain, Jack, more than one time. I got some footage for you, you're welcome. Um, the first time that I went down this mountain, which was called, they didn't call it a bunny slope, they called it the Mellow Moose. There's like a hundred different ski runs in Park City. Mama just stayed over on the Mellow Moose. There's three-year-olds, four-year-olds plowing down this mountainside and I'm just over there trying to stay upright. The first time I go down, boyfriend yeah, is taping way. me. He's doing a video Let's of me. You guys, I thought I was going 175 miles an hour. If you look at this video, I am ashamed. I am embarrassed and ashamed of what I am looking at. There are grandmothers that move. There are snails. There are I'm just everything moves faster than me down the mountainside. Um, the scariest part of the mountain is at the bottom. So at the bottom of the mountain, there's all these signs that say slow zone. But I'm very confused by that, Utah, because the slow zone is the steepest part of the mountain. And I don't is very scary to come in to a landing. So I'm doing great. I get down to the bottom of the hill. I see all these yellow signs that say slow zone. I have a full panic attack. My whole body starts convulsing in a way that it can only do on skis and I eat it. 
I just remember my instructor saying like, if you feel like you're gonna fall, just like sit down. Just sit down to one side and slide. So I tried to sit down, but really I just sort of like did a back flop onto the snowy mountainside and that was horrible. The best though was at the end of that day, second to last run, I'm feeling very confident. I'm starting to turn. Yes, I'm holding the snow plow position the whole way down, but I'm feeling really good. I come into the stupid slow zone again. The problem was that the whole time I was like, don't fall at the slow zone. Don't fall at the slow zone. Don't fall, don't fall, don't fall. So of course I'm manifesting that I'm gonna eat it. I don't even know how this happened. It just felt especially steep on the way down and I just lost even worse control than I did before. I crash into the yellow slow zone fence. It wraps around my body. I am laying in a position, oh God, I, I don't have the core strength for that, but I'm laying like a dying spider wrapped in a yellow slow zone thing and I have skis on. So they're going each which way. I can't get up, I can't breathe. I'm laughing so hard. Two instructors from this mountain leave their teaching groups of like small children who are stable and fine to come try and help me up off the mountainside. I can't even get up and I had to do that thing if you guys are skiers where you like put your pole in the back to get your foot off the skis. I couldn't even stand up in the skis. There was no amount of helping me. It was mortifying and people are passing me like ma'am are you okay like I concerned people with how hard I ate it on the mountain but you know who's not a weenie this guy I love February every single year because I don't know about you guys but January tends to fly by for me like it's a great time to set goals and set intentions but I also think it's just so busy and chaotic the kids are back in school we're getting through the holidays we're trying to be more conscious of our health that it's really easy to kind of lose the entire month and if that's you if you feel like you haven't been as intentional in this new year as you want to be there's always time Every single day is a chance for you to reset your intentions. And if you need a great day to do that this month, consider the full moon. Now, whether you're into woo-woo stuff like me or you're just sort of curious about why the full moon matters, I did an entire podcast about this episode and it's available on YouTube and anywhere you get your pods. Episode 222, I'm doing this, Jack, so that you can add it there. The full moon, when it comes to spirituality, represents letting go. It's the fullness of the moon cycle. It's the last day of a lunar cycle. And it asks the question of us, if we care to listen, what do you need to release? What do you need to let go of? In order for you to be the best version of yourself, to be the best friend, partner, parent, leader, student, whatever you want to be, in order for you to be that, What's anchoring you to old habits, old limiting beliefs? What are some of the things or maybe some of the people that you need to consider letting go of during this month's full moon? If you wanna hear all about my full moon rituals, give you some ideas for how to take on this practice or even just adopt a few different ideas that might help you set your intentions a little better every single month, check out my full moon episode available on YouTube and on Pod. 
Okay, guys, that is today's episode of Rach Talk here on the Rachel Hollis podcast. If you want to watch this in video form, check it out on my YouTube channel. And no matter where you're getting this, I hope you will consider subscribing so you get a notification every time we post something new.